Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Your number one source for all the league's top headlines. Here's your host, Justin Kinner. Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Welcome in, everyone, and the day is finally here. That's right. The semifinals of the Horizon League Men and Women's Basketball Championships live from Indianapolis at Indiana Farmers Coliseum. It's March 9th. We have a ton of action to get into here in this shortened podcast today. We wanted to make sure we got out a preview for tonight's big matchups on ESPNU and ESPN2. We'll start, of course, with the Wright State Raiders, the one seed, being led behind the three-time Horizon League Coach of the Year, Scott Nagy, and, of course, the 2019-2020 Horizon League Player of the Year in Loudoun Love. The Wright State Raiders, the one seed, will be going head-to-head with the four seed, the UIC Flames. Both teams split throughout the season. Most recently, the Raiders winning the second of the two uh, matchups at home at the Dutter Center. Took care of business against the Flames, and we'll see if the Raiders are able to take that momentum into tonight's matchup. Again, the one, two, three, and four seeds are what is left on the men's basketball side of things. Wright State, UIC, tonight, 7 o'clock, the tip-off on ESPNU. And, of course, the winner of that will advance to the Horizon League Championship uh, game where they will await the winner from the 9.30 time slot, which will feature the two seed, the Norse and Northern Kentucky, number two going up against number three, the Green Bay Phoenix. Green Bay having to beat Oakland on their home floor the other night to punch their ticket to get to, Hur- or to, get to Indianapolis, where they'll, of course, have Northern Kentucky tonight on ESPN2. 9.30 will be the tip-off for that one. These are going to be two exciting games, especially when you look at where, I mean, the seeds right now, one versus four, two versus three, potentially setting up for the second straight year, one versus two in the Horizon League title game. Now, keep in mind, pay attention to some of the other conference tournaments going on right now. All right. You know, remember Valparaiso uh, leaving uh, the Horizon League most recently and, of course, going on uh, to a new conference. And, of course, you have Arch Madness and they, you know, they're a seven seed going up against a four seed. I mean, the one seeds have not fared well. Of course, Valpo lost to Bradley uh, yesterday, but it just made me think I'm looking around. I'm like, man, the one seeds have not fared well in these conference tournaments. So Wright State has to be on their A game tonight to avoid being just one of the other ups sets uh, being one of the other one seeds that have been knocked out. So it's going to be an interesting night. The thing about this matchup, though, with Wright State and UIC is the fact that I think Wright, that UIC has Wright State's attention. This isn't one of those, the one seed coming in just expecting to walk right into the title game. They are very aware of who the UIC Flames are. The UIC Flames during the Scott Nagy era have really took it to the Wright State Raiders. Wright State has been very dominant under the Coach Nagy run uh, you know, time frame, but the one team that has given them some of the most fits has been this UIC Flames team. UIC looking for the biggest win in this series against the Raiders as it would knock the one seed out and propel the Flames to the Horizon League title game tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. So that's going to be big. And then Northern Kentucky and Green Bay. It's been such an up and down year for Northern Kentucky, being without Dantes Walton for a good stretch of time. Uh, And then, of course, 
getting going late. They lose in their final home game of the regular season, final game of the regular season against Wright State in a game that was for the regular season title. That was a big loss. They're looking to put that loss behind them, though, as they are completely focused on tonight's matchup against the Green Bay Phoenix, who have already won a game in the tournament to get to this point. But Green Bay, they're hard to figure out. They can score with anybody in the conference. You know that they could beat anybody in the conference. They've beaten Wright State. They've beaten Northern Kentucky. They've beaten all the top teams in the conference. But they've also lost to some of the bottom teams in the conference. You never know what you're going to get with Green Bay. Um, but again, we watched a couple really good matchups between Northern Kentucky and Green Bay throughout the year. I don't expect anything different later tonight on ESPN2. Wright State, UIC, 7 p.m. the tip-off. Northern Kentucky, Green Bay, 9.30 the tip-off, Wright State UIC on ESPNU, and KU Green Bay on ESPN2. Let's get to our interview. We have ESPN's Jordan Burnfield. Jordan uh, Jordan Burnfield has been on the ESPN packaged call all season. Anything can happen on Friday nights. That was the, the official saying of the Friday night Horizon League matchups on the ESPN family of networks. Jordan Burnfield was fortunate to have the call for all of those. He brought you all the action all season long, and he is our guest on this week's Reach the Horizon podcast. Today's interview is brought to you by health and wellness company Zervita, changing lives for the better through nutritional and performance-based products and opportunities. Excited for uh, tonight. I'm going to be heading out. I have my afternoon show here in Dayton. As soon as that show ends, I'm going to be getting over to Indianapolis as quickly as possible to get as much as the right state game in as possible, then, of course, to watch NKU in Green Bay tonight on ESPN2. All right, let's get to our interview again, our interview being brought to you by Zervita. Here's ESPN's Jordan Burnfield as we break down tonight's semifinal matchups. Justin Kinner with you here on Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Our guest today brought to you by Zervita is Jordan Burnfield with ESPN. Jordan, very familiar with the Horizon League, obviously been a part of the Friday Night Horizon League package on ESPN's Family Networks for years now. Jordan, welcome in. I can't believe we're already at the Final Four portion of the Horizon League Conference Tournament. I know. It always goes by too quickly, but uh, definitely looking forward to the games tonight and tomorrow should be great. Now, when you think about the the way the league kind of shaped up this year, it's no surprise NKU is here. It's no surprise Wright State is here. Wright State won NKU too. But we knew that things got really interesting there in the middle. Green Bay doesn't surprise me that they're here. UIC doesn't. Are there teams that surprise you that are playing tonight, and are there you know, or is there a surprise that some other teams are not in the mix right now? No, I mean honestly, I I think if you had asked me before the season to pick the four teams that would be left. I think these are probably the four that I would have picked. And the reason for that, obviously we knew Wright State and Northern Kentucky over the last few years have been the best teams in this conference. I'm a, I'm a little bit surprised, especially you know when Dantes Walton was hurt for part of the season, that Northern Kentucky really kind of never missed a beat. I know they were a little bit different, um, and they certainly improved when Walton came back. But you would have thought potentially a little bit of a dip um, in terms of their seating, but it did not. They, they had a really good year. Um, Wright State, I think we all knew, is the best team in the league this year. But with regard to the other teams, Justin, you know this as well as I do, Green Bay is always in the mix. You know, Link Darner's done a really good job since he got there. They've always been a top-four team in this league, and they've typically done pretty well in the Horizon League tournament. Uh, the other team that is there in UIC now, I've been saying this all year. I really feel like with the seniors that they have, having four that are so prominent uh, for this team, you know, early on in the year, UIC was a really different group because they had some injuries and some of those seniors weren't available to them. 
now that they're healthy uh, and they're all on the court, you know, you can see what it does to a team when you've got a bunch of seniors and they're coming to the end of their collegiate careers and how much of a motivating factor that is. So um, in terms of these four, I think for those reasons, I'm really not that surprised, and I think it should be exciting because I think, you know, we're seeing some of the best that the Horizon League has to offer. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely going to be an interesting night. And keep in mind, think back to last year's Final Four matchups. I mean, it looked as if we were going to see Wright State against Oakland, and then a miracle Drew McDonald three at the buzzer uh, obviously led to the one and two matchup between Wright State and NKU, and it looks like it could potentially be that again if Chalk plays out. But we all know, and that's the that's been the saying all year on the ESPN uh, package uh, for you, is that anything can happen, and anything can happen when we get to this point. You look at other conference tournaments right now, the one seeds have not not fared very well and uh, I think if you're right state you have to be prepared for that tonight I think the one thing that is going to be on the Raiders mind is that this is a UIC team that regardless of what their record is or where they're at in the standings at any point throughout the year UIC has always punched them in the mouth harder than most teams in this conference during this Scott Nagy era it's just a matchup thing the size that they present that that one is interesting to me of the one and the two seeds NKU versus Green Bay and Wright State versus UIC in your opinion, Jordan, which of those two has the better chance of being upset here tonight? Yeah, I mean, I think that they're both good games, and they're both very interesting games. I think that, you know, the, this UIC Wright State matchup is really intriguing to me for the reasons that you mentioned. You know, I think when you look at Wright State, they were the dominant team in the league all year, but one of the losses they suffered in Horizon League play was against UIC, and over the last few years, they have had trouble with UIC. I think it's because of UIC's athleticism, because of the rebounding. Uh, field goal percentage defense has certainly been better. I know that Scott Nagy's team, as good as they've been and as balanced as they are, you know, he's really wanted them to be a better rebounding team. And UIC is a team that's going to rebound, and they do have very good athletes. And that's one of the reasons you know, why I think that they've given Wright State some trouble um, in recent years. So I think that that's going to be certainly one to watch I you know I don't know which one is probably more ripe for an upset but I, I honestly don't feel like either one would be a shocking upset um, I do think that Wright State's the best team and I, I think if you had asked me going into this tournament who I think is going to represent the Horizon League and the NCAA tournament you know it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to suggest that it would be Wright State because they've been that most complete best team all season long, but would it shock me if UIC beats them? No, just because UIC has been kind of that thorn in Wright State side over the, the last couple of seasons. Um, when it comes to Northern Kentucky, you know, I think part of their success obviously is going to come um, if they can shoot the ball well from three, and I think that's that that's been one of the issues that they've had this year with Drew McDonald having graduated as good as NKU has been, because he's not there, you know, the, the combination of centers that they've used have done an admirable job, a nice job, but, you know, it's not the same as having McDonald, so they've taken a lot more threes. The issue has been that sometimes they've not shot the three ball very well, and it's kind of stalled their offense. But the one thing that I would say is that, you know, Link Darner's team is a very good offensive team, but they're not a great defensive team. So I wonder if Northern Kentucky is going to be able to take advantage in ways that they might not against some other teams in the league. And so um, I, I honestly don't feel like I would be that surprised by anything happening tonight. 
Um, but I guess if I had to choose one, I would say slightly, um, you know, more in the favor of, of if, you know, Wright State uh, falls just because they've been that best team, and I think that you have to give them that respect. They've, they've been, um, from start to finish, the most complete and best team in the Horizon League all year. ESPN's Jordan Burnfield, good enough to join us here on this week's edition of Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Uh, we will know late tonight who the two teams uh, that will go head-to-head in tomorrow night's Horizon League championship game live from Indiana Farmers Coliseum in Indianapolis, the host site for uh, the Reach the Horizon, uh, the Horizon League Conference Tournament. With that being said, you got to call the final Horizon League game on ESPN of the regular season, Wright State, Northern Kentucky, potentially the title game preview, and that was exactly what we thought. That was more of what we expected even in the previous matchup where Wright State just pounded them by 30. That was a night where Wright State just caught fire from three, and really nothing can go right go wrong for them, and nothing can go right for Northern Kentucky. We knew Wright State's the best team in the conference. I never believed that they were 30 points better than NKU. NKU showed that in their final home game against Wright State where they had a chance to win the league title, at least have a, a share of it, but Wright State came out on top, a game you had the call for. Yeah, I mean, that game uh, certainly resembled more of what we expected, but the one thing that I would say is that I think Wright State was, deserves a lot of credit, Justin, for the way that they held their composure uh, at the very end. I know that the, the lead was dwindling for the Raiders, that they were leading by more. But when you're trying to win a conference regular season title, you know, it's never easy in those final minutes, especially when you're on the road at the team that's your biggest rival and you are facing the team that, you know, is probably next best after you. So it's going to be the biggest challenge that you face in league play. And I thought, you know, listen, it, it was tough at the end of the game, certainly. But I think that uh, Wright State deserves a lot of credit for the way that they handled themselves at the very end of the game. And, you know, they, they, were, the, they were just a, a cut above this year. You know, I think that had Northern Kentucky been healthy all year with Walton and Tate being healthy all year, that might have changed things, and that might have made it a little bit more even um, than it was. But I think that when you look at the way that Wright State played for the most part, you know, they just the balance that they had – on the offensive side of the ball, um, and just with all the kind of components that they've had. You know, you and I have talked about this before. I just sort of felt like they were that quintessential mid-major team this year, which I feel like if they do reach the NCAA tournament, um, obviously depending upon the matchup that they would get, but I feel like is a team that could really present problems uh, for an opponent in that first round. Now, certainly... Any of the Horizon League teams that come out are going to present issues to another team, but I think when you look at Wright State and the fact that, you know, Loud and Love, player of the year, well-deserved, that that center spot is as strong as he is, you know, might be able to match up better with some of the bigs that they could potentially face, and then all that balance on offense um, and led by a point guard in Cole Gentry that I think if you ask any coach in the Horizon League, uh, they will immediately tell you how valuable he is in sort of running the show um, that's that is a team that I think that has the ingredients um, to be really successful, and I think that we certainly saw that in the final game against NKU. You know, I think Darren Horn deserves a ton of credit for the way that NKU played this year with the transition. Obviously, new coach, uh, life without the best player in school history, um, and, and kind of how their team took shape in a different way. Um, so yeah, I mean, we we love doing both of those games. They were. Certainly a lot of fun, 
And uh, while Wright's day was incredible in that first matchup, I agree with you. The second matchup resembled a lot more of what we thought we would see. All right. Well, it's going to be two. Uh, there will be two fantastic games tonight: Wright State, UIC uh, at seven o'clock, the tip-off, and then Northern Kentucky and Green Bay. Uh, anything can happen. Uh, of course, the saying was anything can happen on Friday nights, but we're just going to cut that part out. Anything can happen in Horizon League basketball, and we're going to find that <laughs> out uh, here tonight in both of these matchups. Potentially, Wright State NKU Part Three. We'll find out, uh, but we've got to get through tonight first. It's going to be a good one. Jordan Burnfield, who's been on the call of all the ESPN Horizon and league games all season long. I always enjoyed chatting with you, and I appreciate you making time for me today. Of course, and I I will say, what we've seen in the Horizon League tournament the last few years is whatever you think is going to happen is not necessarily what happens. But, you know, for these teams that are remaining, we've seen, you know, at least with our package on ESPN, we've seen these four teams several times. And, And one thing that I will say is that covering this league over the years, you know, you get to know a lot of these uh, players and coaches, and there's, this is a classy group of people. Um, any of the teams that end up re- representing the Horizon League, these four, you know, would represent the league on a national level really well. Um, some really, really good kids and really good coaches. So I'm looking forward to watching these games. All right, excellent stuff. Jordan Burnfield, thanks so much for your time. Much appreciated. No problem. Take care, Justin.